Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast as Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents high school playoff basketball. On the phone with us is Coach Lambert of the undefeated 24-0 Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks for having me back on again. Well, holy cow. Uh, you know, a couple things I want to tell the listeners. Uh, we uh, just broke 2,900 listeners, uh, and the goal for me has been to get to 3,000 by the end of the basketball playoffs. A little more good news I got. I heard from a, a league official with the Eastern College Hockey League, which is where the Iowa Heartlanders play, and they said my weekly show is the best in the league. I have a weekly Iowa Heartlander show. And they said that was the best in the league. But speaking of the best in the league, how about your team? What a performance, huh? Yeah, it was it was quite a special night on Saturday. Our guys came out focused and ready to roll. And, um, you know, the game definitely played out that way. So we're pretty excited with how we performed on Saturday. Yeah, so talk, let's talk about the Saturday's big win against Goose Lake. Uh, you just really just came out the door hot, didn't you? Yeah, we started with the 7-0 run and then, um, uh, you know, kind of went back and forth there. But really the the entire game, um, it was one that we uh, controlled the momentum. And, um, you know, it was it was our best showing in the postseason thus far. The last couple games we come out a little tight and a little um, impatient on the offensive end and, and kind of forcing things. But our defense has always been steady, which has kind of held us through that first quarter or so. Um, to kind of catch up um, in our offense, catch up to our defense. But, uh, you know, Saturday, guys were really focused on um, taking care of the basketball, making great decisions on the offensive end. And as always, our defense uh, came along with us. And when you can get stops and then convert on the offensive end with scores and do that back to back to back, it, it can really build a lead up and, and put you in a good situation and send teams scrambling. And that's uh, the situation we faced on Saturday night. Well, here's what it sounded like on the radio. Kavanaugh shoots a three, and the crowd goes wild. Kavanaugh shoots a three, and the crowd goes wild. Kavanaugh shoots a three, and the crowd goes wild. Just, oh, my God, I did, it just took your breath away listening to it. Yeah, you know, Will, Will came out and, and obviously had a great night for us. He was 6 of 13 from the three-point line. Some of those were deep three-point shots. Um, you know, it puts him at 46% on the night, and, uh, you know, it's not luck. He did the same exact thing to the same exact team earlier in December and really carried us through that game. And, um, you know, we had a lot of guys hit threes. We hit 11 as a team. Obviously, Will hitting six is a big number. But, you know, Alex Bean was one of two from the three-point line. Jack Pennington was one of two. Uh, Carter Harmson was two of three. And then Cameron Pickers one of one. So um, we shot extremely well from the outside, uh, 11 to 22 for 50%. So obviously, Will had over half of those, um, but we were just making great decisions. They were not forced shots. They were within rhythm, caught a good pass, which leads to a good shot. So um, when we can hit those outside shots, um, we, we believe we can get to the rim pretty effectively, but when you can have that outside threat, it can really open things up for us. Well, I'm just hearing accolade after accolade, people breathlessly talking about Harmson. Uh, let's talk about him. Uh, yeah. You know, he's a he's a returning All-State player, um, and, and if you look at him, he's 
uh, definitely well put together for a high school athlete. And that's a testament to the work that he's put in the off season and um, just throughout his entire career. Um, you know, he's got great length. He's around six, four, six, five, very, very strong, very explosive. Um, had a, had a great baseline drive dunk. And then another um, fast break that Goose Lake kid was going down the floor and, and Carter batted off the backboard. And I just saw a picture and his head's above the rim. Um, I knew he got up high, but just, that just explosiveness and athleticism. And, and that's one of those plays where it can really deflate the opponent because um, you feel like you got an easy bucket and then someone goes and smacks it off the backboard and it's a turnover. So, um, you know, Carter can affect the game in a lot of different ways, not only with his scoring, but just defensively and his presence. And, you know, so Saturday night he had 19 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, um, you know, and, and really affected the game. A couple blocks, so really affected the game just on, on both sides. And um, he's one of those guys that teams have to prepare for um, because he can shoot from the outside, he can get to the rim. But then when they got to worry about him and then you have – you know, all those other guys hitting threes on the outside, we, we can be pretty uh, tough to guard when we're playing like we did on Saturday. Another another name I hear a lot when I'm listening to your team on the radio is Pennington. Yep. Tell, he's, tell. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's definitely one of our senior leaders. Uh, very, very smart player. Um, he's the he's our point guard, um, and he's, he's played a lot of minutes in the last two seasons just because he's one of those guys who, who gets us in the right stuff offensively. Um, holds other guys accountable, effective communicator. There's times throughout the season where he'll come over and I may be thinking um, of running a play or, or going to a different defense. And as it's working through my head as a coach, before I've even gone to assistance, Jack will come over and say something to me. And it happened against Monticello where I was thinking of switching to our zone for the last little bit. And he came over and before I could even offer it up, he said, hey, why don't we do, uh, why don't we go to our zone? And so he's just one of those guys who's very, very smart um, and knows the game inside and out. And he's really elevated his offensive play within the last three weeks and become a, a very consistent scorer. Um, you know, he had nine points Saturday. And as of the last three weeks, that's a pretty quiet night for him because he's had, um, you know, multiple 20-point games and averaged, I think, around 17 points within the last three weeks. And, and just another weapon to the arsenal um, to go along with some of those outside shooters and, and then obviously the guys who can score in the post. So just very pleased that he's clicking at the right time at the end of the year here. Well, what else do we need to talk about about that game? Uh, who else did you did you want to give some notoriety to? Uh, you know, everyone was able to touch the floor. Um, once again, our guys off the bench. Um, well, Ethan Koss uh, was 4 or 5. Our starting center had 8 points. A um, couple rebounds. He got in some foul trouble, so he was kind of in and out. Um, Sean Dodds came and spelled him off the bench. Justice Jones came in and, and did the sixth man type of things that he always does with three offense rebounds. Um, so four total rebounds, a couple, a steal there, a basket on a fast break. Um, and then Cameron Pickard came in and was two for two from the field, um, hitting a three pointer in the layup. So all those guys in our eight man rotation, those three that come on and off the bench, it's just, um, it's great as a coach that we can play the great pressure defense, full court baseline to baseline. And knowing that when you got guys coming in, you're reinforcing your lineup and it's not anyone falling off. Um, and then just to be able to get those other guys in because the score uh, lends itself to get some of our younger players in, um, you know, they put a lot of hard work and a lot of time in a practice making these, these first eight 
um, you know, compete and, and get better day in and day out. So to see those guys um, have that moment in a sub-state game is something that they can cherish and then hopefully motivate them in the coming years. So just overall a great night for anyone who is wearing a Mid-Prairie jersey. Well, this has been a kind of a, a tough tournament for number one seeds. Uh, some of the other number one seeds in the year in the 2A have uh, already gone out. Uh, in your bracket, the 2A team was out in the first round. Um, Williamsburg, another really good team in our area, uh, they're already out. So is the uh, is, is that what I, is what I'm hearing true about 2A? Has there been some uh, kind of uh, big teams go down already? Yeah, I think I was, especially out in Western Iowa, there's some some teams that were in the state tournament last year. You know, you have Western Christian, you have Boyden Hall, who competed for the state title, and and they didn't make it um, through uh, to the state tournament, which is uh, very surprising to some. And I, th- I think they even lost in that district final, so it gave some uh, some new teams some some abilities to make some noise in the playoffs. But I think it's just a testament to the whole just two A class. Um, as a whole, throughout the entire season, there's countless teams that have one or two losses, maybe three losses, and they're all to each other. So I think just the um, the depth of talent that's in the 2A class is, is uh, very special, and, and it makes things a lot more difficult for us coaches. But, um, you know, it, it keeps you keeps you on your toes and makes, you, makes it so that you can't take a night off. And so, um, you know, any team that you're going to face at this point of the year, no matter what their record is, is playing great basketball and, and is ready to continue to play their season. So uh, you got to be ready for anyone who you face. Well, you've already faced three quality opponents and uh, your game plan is working well, but typically what I'm told is uh, throughout the playoffs, uh, the scores seem to get lower, but your team seems to just keep putting the points on the board. Don't they? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's as a coach, what we preach is our is our defense and those numbers that stick out. We've kept teams in the 30s and 40s, and no matter what you do on the offensive end, if you keep teams in that um, 10 points a quarter is what we shoot for around 40 points. No matter how what your offense is that night, you're going to be in any basketball game. And what we've done a good job with is is defending. But then, as of late, um, converting on that offensive end with just um, great team basketball and, and pushing in transition and, and taking easy shots, um, whether that's early in the possession or late in the possession, just um, not settling for for contested jump shots um, and trusting that the ball is going to get in the guy, right guy's hands in the right position. So, um, you know, when you when you like I said earlier, when you can get stops and then go and get scores and you can do that consistently, um, it, it puts yourself in a good situation. And then it's just the confidence comes with that. So um, our guys are confident um, and focused and and we're ready to keep this thing rolling. Well, you're touching down at Wells Fargo. Uh, uh, congratulations. All of our listeners, you know, have been following you all, all year long or super proud of you. Do you know who you're going to play? Yeah, actually, we're gonna we're gonna play the uh, one school that we've actually seen of the final eight, and that's Monticello. So uh, the way the seeding worked out, we were given a three seed, voted on by the coaches, um, and Monticello was voted the six seed. And so um, we'll we'll see our conference opponent again. Once again, shows the the toughness of our conference with us and Monticello making the state tournament and then Bellevue who drops down to class one a for the postseason in our conference. So there's three conference teams and, and we're going to see Monticello for a second time. We saw them the last game of our season um, to, to clinch the, 
River Valley Conference title, and they're a 20 and three basketball team um, who we beat at home. But uh, it, it's a whole new ball game um, when you go to Wells Fargo Arena. Everyone's competing to stay there that that week as long as they can. And uh, something that they've got on us is that they've been there the last couple of years, so um, it's not so new to them. Whereas it's it's all brand new to us. So. Um, you know, we'll just have to go in and stay focused and, and play mid-prairie basketball. And as long as we do that, we'll come out in a good situation. Well, how has Monticello performed? Obviously, they're still in, so they're winning. But, uh, you know, are, are they having tough games or, or are they just dominating like you've been? Uh, they've, they've had some close ones. You know, they um, they had a pretty tough district and, and they um, had some close games. I know their, sec- their first game in the second round was, was pretty tight. And then... Um, as they worked through the one versus Williamsburg to make it to the state tournament was another tight one. I think it, it was a, a five-point game. And that Williamsburg team is a team that we saw back in January that um, I have a lot of respect for with the talent and, and the way that they play. They gave us everything uh, we could handle at our place. And so uh, Monticello is playing great basketball. Like I said, they have a tradition of, of, of doing great things there with um, another guy that has the last name Lambert, no relation, but Coach Tim Lambert up there in Monticello has done a lot of great things and, and has a great tradition going. So um, at this point of the year, even though you just saw him a few weeks ago, uh, you know, it gives them some added added motivation to come back and try and end our season because we got them once. But uh, our guys are, are ready to roll and, and pretty focused and uh, – they, they thought they should be a little bit higher than a three seed with the things that they've accomplished throughout this season. So um, they're going to the Wells Fargo Arena with a little chip on their shoulder, and that's just fine with me. So who do they have that's going to give you some problems? Uh, yeah, they got they got two really great players, um, pretty young players too. Well, one's a junior, one's a sophomore. The sophomore's in the post, very uh, big body, very athletic, um, very good around the rim, can jump, um, very strong, great up great rebounder um just plays really fearless a lot of times when when you hear he's a sophomore um it kind of catches you off guard just because of his his physique he's very well put together in a big body and and plays fearless and then a really good point guard for them tate peterson who's been you know all conference and um a great three-point shooter we put will caffin on him who's who's one of our best defenders and tries to make his life very difficult. And and Will did a great job the first time we saw them. And Tate Peterson still had 19 points. So he's kind of one of those guys where he's going to get his points. You just can't let him get all of them that night. Um, You know, he's a great three-point shooter. He'll shoot that thing from, you know, five, six feet behind the three-point line with his hand in his face and he'll hit nothing but net. But, um, you know, it's just going to come down to possession by possession. Um, And and as long as we do the things that we know we need to do, and what we've consistently done throughout the season, like I said, we'll we'll like where we're at at the end of that game. Well, what's the keys to victory, Coach? What did your What did your team got to do and to to keep advancing? Uh, You know, the first thing that that uh, we need to do is continue to play that great defense. The the arena feel um, very big. You know, it's it's going to be very different feeling than being in a very tight gym, especially with some of these packed crowds. So, um, offense can kind of be a little slow, especially when it looks like that hoop's just floating in midair in that arena, and it's a different backdrop than we're used to. So, defensively, we're going to need to bring it. And then the thing that we had success with the first time we played them is we took care of the basketball and had great offense possession. So as long as we can do those things that we've done consistently throughout the season, play great defense and make great decisions on the offensive end, we'll be in a good spot. 
So when is the game? What time is it? And how can we follow it? Yeah, you know, we're going to play um, the first game on Tuesday, March 8th at 10.30 a.m., so a little earlier than what we're used to. But um, that just means we don't have to wait around all day to go play a game, so we're all right with that. So it'll be 10.30 a.m. on Tuesday, March 8th, um, and I believe it's going to be streamed on the state's uh, website with the high school, um, Iowa High School Network. I believe is, is what it's called. And they'll have all those links on the Iowa high school athletic association website. And, um, we'll have KCII radio there with Zach Eulen on the call. And then as always, we encourage those fans to, to come show up and support us in Wells Fargo arena. It's been 12 years since mid Prairie's been there or the boys basketball program has been there. So I know there's a lot of excited people that are ready to make the trip to Des Moines and, and we're sure hoping that they make that ride and, and bring a lot of friends with them. Now, can they just, walk up to the Wells Fargo Arena and buy tickets or do they have to do everything online like they did before? Or is there anything uh, different? Yeah. From my understanding, uh, it'll be, I think you have either option. So you can go up to the window and buy them um, that day and, and they're going to be $10 or you can do that online. So you kind of have both options there and that ticket gets you in there all day. So if you wanted to, you make the trip up, pay the $10, you're on the golden Hawks and you can stay all day Tuesday. Cause that ticket will get you in there. Um, so just looking forward, um, touching on, on fans, we got, uh, just a comment about Saturday. We had the best, uh, the best atmosphere that I've ever been a part of at a high school basketball game with the amount of people that were there supporting us. And uh, it's just great to see former players that I've coached and, and people, um, who have been golden Hawks for a long time and, and future basketball players with the young kids running around. It was just, it was just great. Um, to have all those fans there and them supporting us. Well, I've been seeing people walking around with their mid-prey shirts on. There's a bunch of uh, pride. Uh, everybody's all excited about what you're doing. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, your shot at the brass ring. You know what I mean? It's uh, It doesn't come around every year, does it? No, it, it doesn't. And like I, I constantly say, success has got to be earned and, and it's not given to you and these kids. Um, have gone out and they've earned it and they put in a lot of time. Um, there's a lot of people in the stands now, but they put in a lot of time when there was no one. There was no one in the gym at 6 a.m. in the month of June when they were there. There was no one in the weight room other than their teammates um, and other athletes working out. And, and you do those things so you can get moments like we've had the last couple of weeks. Just very pleased that these guys have been recognized and, and continue to have success. And we appreciate it, all the support that we've gotten. Well, we've been talking to Coach Lambert of the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks, who is currently 24-0, and won the first three rounds of the playoffs, going to be able to play at the state tournament at Wells Fargo. you got three more wins to, to get, and uh, we appreciate you being on the program. Is there anything that you didn't get to talk about uh, that, we ha- that we haven't given a chance to yet? Uh, not that I can think of. Just once again, thanks for giving us the spotlight to, to talk about our program success and these great kids and the work that they put in. So we appreciate it. Well, I appreciate uh, all the listeners that you're bringing to the to the table here. We had our second biggest week ever last week. Uh, we are very close to uh, going past it this week. Uh, everything's been great. We did a uh, we did an episode with Jess Settles and uh, Clay. Uh, Edwards talking about the glory days of Winfield basketball and talking about all the, you know, places they played at in Southeast Iowa. And and it was great. And it, that episode's getting great numbers. 
we get great numbers whenever you come on. Uh, I think you was uh, uh, last time you was on it, you might have been the highest ranking show of the week. So we certainly appreciate you, and we certainly appreciate your team. And go up to the state and get one for me, would you? Uh, that's the plan. We we plan on on going back uh, after Tuesday and and staying up there the rest of the week to go take home the uh, take home the trophy. So that's the plan. We appreciate the support. Well, I got it on on tape now, so you got to do it. <laughs> All right, that's the plan. <laughs> All right, thanks, Coach. We're out.